I'm Coach Tora Coleman, and I got next. You next up and you ain't been on sports like talk like what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next and you up next. Keep the wins go hard. Rise the star on the big scene. Make them know who you are. You don't break a sweat. Don't settle for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flesh. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, ready to go. Who got next? Who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask B. Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? Who got next? Who got next? SLT, ready, set, go! Oh my goodness! Welcome back to another fire episode of Season 3's Sports Life Talks. You got next! A platform that gives exposure to rising stars to the voices of tomorrow. We're talking to rising stars all over our nation, in our communities, who are doing big things and accomplishing big dreams. And ladies and gentlemen, today, the mouth of the South is even nervous because we got a blue blood in the building. It is about time three years it took us to get to Chapel Hill ladies and gentlemen and now we got the powder blues dripping all over us I'm super excited about this one she was in the WNBA she was all ACC tournament MVP she got 20 years in the game one of the top recruiters in the country ladies and gentlemen when it comes to basketball you gotta go through this one right here you gotta talk to the assistant coach at UNC at Chapel Hill Tar Hill Nation very own Coach Atora Coleman. Wow, what an intro. How you doing, Coach? I'm ready to play right now. Coach, I'm ready to play. I'm ready to play. I'm ready to run through a brick wall with this thing because this is just a, it's, it's one of them, hey, mama, look what I did type moments for the sports <laughs> like talking. <laughs> oh, trust me. I'm sharing this with everybody. Yo, check this out. If this is your first time watching the show, I am your host, the mouth of the South, B. Jones, the OG, all things Louisiana. We'll put your L's up. Mr. Yeet is in the building, and I'm rocking alongside my brother from a another mother the other side of the logo the choir storm the head coach kt kev how you feeling man b jones this is probably the closest i've ever gotten to north carolina so i'm really looking forward to this episode and you know what now i'm mad at you wait a minute why, why are you mad at me why i don't have a hoodie like that Oh, that's nice hoodie. See, now we talk. Now we talking about, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some stuff we got to get off air. You know what I'm saying? I got an exclusive Taylor. Y'all hit me up if y'all want this sports talk, life talk merch. You know, B Jones, I, I need that hoodie in my life. And uh, while I'm charging you up to B Jones, let me go ahead and call out a uh, co uh, coach Cole. Hey, we family. We family. We, we, we can talk about family. It. So she's on the show. We on family. We got family business out here. It's taken us how long, Coach? Maybe a year to get you on here. Uh, I think maybe a month or so. <laughs> <laughs> now we've been trying to get coach she she agreed to do it but of course she's at unc she has other obligations and i'm just glad we finally got you it, it took us a year not a month but 
Thank you so much for joining me, Jones. Let's turn up, man. Let's go. Let's turn up. UNC, let's go. We are super excited to be here. We're going to give y'all a special one. I think this at this that time of the show. I need you to reach over your right shoulder, pull that thing across, and buckle up because we're about to have a fast ride and some fun times. All right, check this out before we get to Coach Coleman's amazing story. We got to pay the bills. About paying the bills, what I'm telling you is we need to stick together. You know, divided we fall, together we stand, and we need to move mountains. And we can do it with your help. That's right. You're watching this show. If you're listening to me right now, first and foremost, thank you for choosing us. But second, we need to ask some small favors. Just some clicks. Here we go. Three things we need you to do. One, we need you to hit that like button. Get this show in the algorithm. Get it bubbling up. Get it going to the top. Number two, we need you to smash that subscribe button. Become a part of our family. Because me and Kevin, we don't do fans. We don't do followers. Coach Coleman going to tell you when we see you. We're going to nap you down. We're going to show you some love because that's the kind of brothers we are. And number three, sharing is caring. That's right. It ain't holiday season just yet, but you can always give the gift of knowledge and information. And today we're going to drop some gems. First five people that come to your head. Send this out to them right now in the mass text. Let them know what's cranking out here on the Sports Life Talk. You got next platform. Coach, are the Tar Heels going to rock with us? Can, can, are they, are they going to do these types of things? I, I think they will. I think no. they will. All right. Well, we got we got word from Coach Coleman. We got on good belief that y'all <laughs> true true people and that y'all going to hold us down. So here we go. Count them down. Three, two, one. Boo! Welcome to the Sports Life Talk family. If you just hashed that subscribe button, leave us a fire emoji in the chat so we can reach out to you and properly welcome you to the family. And without further ado, Coach Coleman, are you ready for the Sports Life Talk initiation? I already put my seatbelt on. I'm ready. Let's go. All right, Coach, to initiate you into the SLT family, got to give us your top five music artists. My top five music artists, well, We'll have to go with Kirk Franklin. We have to go with um, Mary Mary. We got to go with Beyonce. Um, and then after that, it's really a toss up. Uh-uh, coach, we'll do toss up. No, no, we ain't you can hook now. It's a toss up, what's your two? Come on, uh, give us two more. Um, I don't know. Let's go back in the day. Let's go to let's go with Jodeci. Oh, um, and let's go with Mary J. Ma Baby, won't you just stay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coach. We like to rank everybody's top five, and the highest you can get is five. But B. Jones with a top five like that, top five I don't like feel that. like giving her just ten would be just give it justice. How long did you say she's been coaching, B? 20 plus years in the game. Okay, so our budget on this show is 25, B. Jones. So we're going to go 20. Let's give her 20. God, dog, oh, KT. That's our version of putting you on the line, B. Jones. You did a great job just then. Coach, like, if we give somebody 25 and then we give somebody 26, the lights will go out, the producers will get mad, so... Oh. We, I wanted to give you 25, but I want to play it safe because we don't have a lot of money. Well, I appreciate that. Give a FOMO, B. Jones. <laughs> I, live on the, I live on the edge, B. Jones. Right? <laughs> 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 I'm over here sweating now. I know. All right, so who is your favorite superhero and why? My favorite superhero has got to be my high school coach. His name is Wendell Lofton. Um, so I went to Hepzibah High School, which is in Georgia. Um, and he was the first person that 
really taught me the game of basketball, but he used basketball as his ministry. So I, when I grew up, I didn't have a father. My father passed away when I was six months old um, and he really stepped into that father figure role for me. So everything that I've learned about basketball, relationships, connections, all this stuff really came from Coach Lofton. And, and he's a big reason why I'm a, a basketball coach today. Well, we're going to definitely have to unpack that a little bit more. But uh, shout out to Coach Lofton. I like it when we get the real life superheroes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's by far. And anybody in my circle, they, they already know it's Coach Lofton. All right. So since every good superhero needs their own theme music, what would your theme song be? Ooh. My theme song would be, oh man. I, so <laughs> I actually have one. I don't know if you guys will get it, um, but I, I actually come out to this theme music when I'm around my friends. So don't laugh at me, okay? Has nothing to do with basketball, but it's called <laughs> Brick House. She's a brick no. <laughs> in, in, in house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that is that would be my theme song. Now, coach, you know we owe you know good and well we knew that song. Come on now, we 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 know music. That's one thing we don't know anything else. We know about some music. No music, okay. All right, so if you could trade coaching positions with any coach for a day, who would it be and why? It would have to be Pat Summit. You know, Pat Summit. I when ever since I grew up, you know, Tennessee was the big attraction for women's basketball. Um, but everybody talked about how smart she was, um, but also just how humble she was. And usually when you see people on that high platform, you know, winning, winning so many games and, you know, it's like a celebrity, like you don't get the humble part of it. So I just would like to trade spaces just for a day, just to see what that would, would even look like. I mean, she's a legend. She's a legend. And, and if you come across any players that she's coached, like they called her Pat, they didn't call her coach summit. I, you know, and, and, you know, when I was coming up, it was, you know, uh, coach summit, you know, coach Lofton, yeah. um, but it just really speaks to the type of relationship she had with her players. Yeah. Um, yeah. I trade spaces with her. You know, she she on that Mount Rushmore of just college basketball, period. Period. Yes, she is. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Men's, women's, cats, dogs. If they were playing basketball, Pat is up there. Yep. Her team's always played hard for her. I mean, she just, she was an awesome person. And I didn't even get a chance. Like, I met her a few times, but, like, I didn't have a relationship with her. But everyone that did, I mean, to, to have so many people just speak very highly of you, I mean, I, I just would like to experience that just one time. So what is something that basketball has taught you that you can use when you're not on the court? Oh, relationships. You know, like I've met so many people through the game of basketball, whether we were competing, whether I was on the road recruiting, um, whether I'm talking to coaches and, and even, you know, I, I have children right now. When I go to their games, I don't necessarily talk about um, basketball all the time, but it's like connection. Like I, I really enjoy getting to know people. Um, and I think that's a skill that you can carry just throughout whatever you decide to do. What advice would you give your younger coach and self and be honest, could 18 year old Etora play for coach Coleman now? <laughs> that second question. That's wild. Okay. But for the first one, um, 
what advice would I give to my younger, like a younger 18 year old self? Um, I would say be a sponge. You know, when I first got into coaching, I got into coaching right out, right when I finished my eligibility in college. And I was able to work with someone that put a lot of responsibilities on me. And I didn't appreciate it at the beginning. I just didn't. I was like, why is he giving me all this stuff? Why do I have to do, you know, why, why, why? But it really paid off. And so like for my younger self, I would learn as much as I could learn, you know, meet people. You know, networking was really intimidating for me back then. You know, just being able to walk up to a coach, introduce yourself, share with them what you want to do um, in the future. I would say learn how to do that like now. Learn how to do that because I, I feel like that will take you so many different places. Um, and with my, like, would I, you said my, what was the second question? Would 18-year-old Etora oh. be able to play for Coach Coleman right now? Well... I, I think she would, because here's the thing, you know, one thing about me is I am super competitive. I just, I just am. And I am going to really push you. And I think younger 18 year old Etora needs that. That's what coach Lofton was to her. I think that's what kept me wanting to play and wanting to get better and wanting to learn more about the sport. Um, so I would say yes, but we would have a love hate relationship. What's the best basketball movie of all time? Loving basketball. <laughs> you, you, you are right. That's my favorite one too. That and White yeah. Man Can Jump. But yeah, yeah, that's a good one. All yeah, right, so coach, so speaking of movies, B and I were going to produce a movie centered around you. The one thing that we're missing is a lead actress. Who should we get to play you in the story of your life? Hmm. I got mine loaded up, KT. So this, I, I got, got mine too. Who would you get? I, you know, that's a tough question. And this, this is a basketball movie, right? No, no, it could be any movie. We just well, tell you basketball like, a part of her story, B. Jones. So yes, they would. Yeah, basketball would be included. Well, in the spirit of love and basketball, it's Sinai Lathan. No, right, we can't afford. No, we can't afford her. Who you got, B? <laughs> I got, I, I got Regina King, man. Oh, Regina you King. You think we can afford Regina King? If we can't afford tonight, like that? <laughs> no, but, but at least it was my actress. I chose Regina. Now, mine, I'm going to go um, uh, to Chena Arnold. Pam from Martin. I like that oh, one, too. Yeah, she's funny, too. Hey, super and, funny. But you're funny, can, too. Yeah, and she can act, too. She's a really good... I think yeah, we can afford her, I think, B. Jones. I think I don't you, know you can afford her. I don't even. Not, <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not we got at twenty four dings. <laughs> just get here one more dingy, we can get her. <laughs> All right, coach. So this is probably the most important question in the initiation. Okay, B. Jones and I, we plan on coming down there to watch you and your Tar Heels play, but we like to drive. So when we get there, we got to get some food. So mm. what's that one food spot that gets your stamp of approval and what's your go-to meal there? You know what? I probably have this maybe three times a week when I'm at work. It's called Spicy Nine. And it's a, it's like an Asian sushi spot. And one of my go-tos would be the crunchy shrimp rolls. See, I'm with you, Coach, but Kevin over there shaking in his seat right now. He's like, I don't, I don't know about that, but I'm you, with you. You got to try it. It's not raw. It's not raw. It's cooked shrimp. Um, and, and I think you would like it. Like, I didn't like sushi at all. 
But when I went to this spot, I started with the California rolls and then I graduated to the crunchy shrimp rolls. But now, this see, I, I eat the California rolls. I've eaten those before and I like those. So for you, yeah. coach, <clears throat> I'm going to try it. I try yeah, for you. You got to try it. You got to try it. And you'll thank me later. Yeah, but we don't go to what's a chicken spot there, too. We got to go to a chicken spot. <laughs> if I'm trying that, you got to give me some chicken, too. That's a good, you know what? Now you have to, don't think about it now. Just worry about it. Okay. Just know we're going to get some okay, chicken I'll, after that. Okay, I'll think about that. All right, so now it's time for the You Got Next offering. We're passing our collection plates around and asking you to hit that subscribe button. Make sure you like this video. Leave us your top five music artists, your theme song, and your favorite superhero in the comments. And finally, go to our website, sltugotnext.com, to learn more about us and our other You Got Next family members. Now, allow me to turn it over to B as we learn more about our newest family member, Coach Itara Coleman. So, B. Jones, take it away, brother. Coach Coleman, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for being a part of this amazing movement. I just, it's, it's such a blessing to be able to hear and learn from people like yourself. And it goes, it's, it's bigger than basketball because you are, in my opinion, an icon and a superhero. We, we always talk about those superhero things, right? The reason we do that is because after sitting there and learning about individuals like yourself, you are a superhero. So Coach Lofton put the game on you, but you, you changing the game for a lot of others. And we appreciate you so much. But let's talk about, let's talk about this role trip let's talk about this this ride how we became coach coleman all right coach so, so take us back now i ain't even gonna try to pronounce that high school i saw that high school i said nope mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was too many it was too many consonants in that in that word hepsibah <laughs> is so easy to pronounce is, it's an intimidating it's word though z-i-b-a-h do it again coach <laughs> <laughs> no. heard it. When she said a Z, I was out. I yes. was from Louisiana stay in your zone, Playboy. Just say high school. So I uh, got a I got a fun fact for you though. Oh, let's go. So um Hepsiba High School. So that's where I met Coach Lofton. Okay. But also Joanne Aluka White, who is the assistant at UNC. So we worked together at UNC. We were also high school teammates. Well, you, you, uh, see that? Coach Joanne, you see me, Coach. You know who I am. You know what you told me in Chicago. Coach, you know, hey, she dodged me now. She wanted to. No, I'm going to get on her. I'm going to get on her. I got you. Hey, she cool. She cool. Hey, she was working. So I don't know. Hey, Coach Joanne was serious. <laughs> it's, it's amazing how you see some coaches be talking and fraternizing. You see some coaches be lazy. Coach Joanne was on that talent. She was on the prospect. She was <laughs> All right, Coach. Let's get it. Let's take, let's take you back to the beginning, though. Hepzibah. High school. High school. Yes. Well, let's just tell us about you growing up, and, and since you're a loving basketball fan, when did you fall in love with the game of basketball? Well, you know, my my uncle was in the army, so Hepzibah is the area outside of Fort Gordon, which is the army base in Augusta, Georgia. So the area outside of Fort Gordon, they call Hepzibah. We still paid our bills in Augusta. So, anyways. My uncle was in the army and he played basketball on, on post. So I used to go on post to play basketball and I was not good at all. Like I sucked. I shot with two hands. No, the one thing I did have was speed so I could outrun you, but didn't know if the layup was going to go in. Or not. That was <laughs> um, but there was a basketball camp that he paid for that I went to and coach Lofton just happened to be running the basketball camp for middle school girls. So when I went there and I saw, I mean, there were so many good players there that I considered good just because they knew how to make a layup. They didn't shoot with two hands. 
like it just really kept piquing my interest because I really I just wanted to be good at it. But I sucked when I first got into it. So fast forward, um, I graduate from middle school. I go into high school. Coach Lofton is still there. And he's like, yeah, you're trying out for the team. And yeah, you're going to make it. But check this out. So I wasn't really hipped on like the gear that you would wear for basketball. And my mom had no idea. So my first pair of shoes was kids. <laughs> Go ahead and laugh. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. That that so I showed up the first day of workouts at, in high school with kids, and everybody was looking at me like, you know, who is who is this kid? And I, I just didn't have I didn't have any shoes, but I practiced in those kids. And then after practice, Coach Lofton gave me my first pair of high tops. And I thought I just made it. I was like, oh, my gosh, I got some hot tops. Mom, <laughs> look what I got. So from that day forward, I just felt like, golly, like he really wants me to be good. You know, he's helping me out. Um, the more I hung around the team, the more I got better. And then, like, I just I every chance I had uh, had to play basketball, I would do it. So, you know, back in the day, we played outside. And so I would find outdoor courts around the corner. You know, I would go um, on base to play. I would go downtown to play. Like you just, I would get in trouble for playing basketball. That's how much basketball I played. But I just wanted to be so good at it. Like I really did. Like I just, it was like I was fiending. Like I wanted to be really good at basketball. And I felt like the more I played and the more I played against guys, you know, that just helped me. So like, you know, nowadays you have AAU and trainers and all this stuff. We just had outside. We had a rim and a basketball, and you just played as much as you could. So that's kind of how it happened for me at the beginning. Well, Coach, I can only imagine you sliding all over them kids. Man. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> oh, it's, I mean, I, I don't even know how I did it, but, like, I was just like, oh, let me just wear these kids. Nope. Oh, that is hilarious. So, Coach, now I got I got to I got to jump forward a little bit, but with Let's just be real. You 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 started in cares, but you then you started busting some heads. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I, I how, the, how, the, how does the girl that came out there in cares become one of the best players in the ACC, winning the All ACC Tournament MVP? Like that's an amazing ride, Coach. How, how does all that? How do you go from that to that? Well, I just my hunger for the game just got greater. You know, the more that I advanced in high school, you know, Coach Lofton was the person that told me that I could get a scholarship. Like get my um, school paid for free because back then like we were we we didn't have much and I knew my mom couldn't afford us you know college so either I was going to go into the army um, to get my school paid for and then when coach Lofton told me the other option I was like wait a minute you know I can get a scholarship just by playing basketball I was like no nah, this is crazy I was so I I was like bugged out against that I was like what so then I was like mom you know what I don't have to go to the army now like I could play basketball and so that was kind of my my drive. Like I wanted to go to college because I knew once I got a good educate education, I would have been able to get a really good job because you know I wanted to like put my mom up. I wanted to buy her a house. I wanted to buy a car. I wanted to do all this stuff, but I had to take care of what I had to do to make it happen. And so when I found out like you you got a scholarship that would pay for everything, then that was like that was my laser focus. I was like I got to get good to to do that. So. You know, I, I just was in the gym all the time. And, and really, I didn't have any trainers. I didn't lift weights. All I did was play basketball. You know, um, when I was at home, I would be outside playing. 
when I got to college, there was this um, place on campus called the Fike. And Fike, you could find games in there from like 12 o'clock to like nine o'clock at night. And I just would be in the gym. That's how I met some of my closest friends. Like I just was in love with basketball that much. And so the more that I played, in my opinion, I was like, you're not going to outwork me. I'm going to always be in shape. You know, your shot may be better, but I'm going to steal the ball from you. So like it doesn't like that was just my mindset. Like I just was I, I was going to be more in shape than you. I would have outlasted you. That's that was just my mindset. So you know, I stayed in the gym. Coaches used to have to kick me out the gym. They used to come and fight with the look to see if I was in the gym. And I used to like hide. And then when they would walk out, I'd go back and be like, all right, it's my next, you know, whatever. But, <laughs> you know, those were some of the, the best, the best times of my life was in college. Now, coach, we got to skip past your playing career because it's, but you got so much. Gym. We might have to get you back on this thing so we can talk a little bit more about the past. But I got to ask this question. Um, the Nigerian team, I, I, you got to tell me about playing in Athens. Like, I, you know, and what was that like, coach? Get, getting to represent your country in, in the Olympics and, and getting buckets out there. That's crazy. That, that was like a wild experience. Um, when I first found out about the Nigerian national team, I think it was, I was a senior, either a junior or senior in college. And I didn't think it was like real. My dad, he was from Nigeria. So that allowed me to have dual citizenship. So when they started talking to me about the Nigerian national team, I, I didn't know like any, I didn't have any connection over there. And then finally, um, the coach called me and we started talking and I was like, oh, okay. So even before we went to Greece, we went um, to the all African games. And that was, that was like the Olympics for Africa. Yeah. Yeah. That was like an experience within itself. Like everybody in the stands looked just like me. It was so beautiful. And I tell you, Africa, we have some really good athletes. Like, yes. I mean, women over there that could dunk easily you know how we get all excited like oh she could dunk they do that all the time like that's nothing um in africa but you know playing in all african games i learned more about my culture my nigerian culture and then being able to go to the 2004 greece was unreal in itself like i ain't gonna lie like i don't get starstruck i really don't you know just because we're around different people but in that olympic village when i was walking by venus and serena and uh, Yao Ming, and I was just like in off for like two days. It was crazy. But, you know, everybody's like elite over there, you know, but you sitting in the cafeteria and, you know, they just had a match and now they're just chilling and talking in different languages. Like it was crazy. But I'm so thankful and blessed that I got a chance to experience that. One of my goals actually was, you know, I wanted to play in the Olympics. And I thought it was going to be for USA, but God has something different for me. And I'm so glad that I got a chance to experience that with the Nigerian national team. Well, that's super dope. I, you, even one of these days, you got to share some footage with us because I, I want to see you get buckets in that green and white. Oh, I got I got a fun fact. Another fun fact. Uh, Y'all will get so, some fun facts today. Let's go. Fact number so, two. So, believe it or not, when I went with the Nigerian national team, I had just had my first child. So Jada was eight weeks old when I left. So my husband was back here with Jada, eight weeks old. And I, you know, I wasn't fully healed yet, but I did not want to miss that experience. So we both made sacrifices. He would send me pictures and I was just over there in Greece. Yeah, because it wasn't no FaceTime back then. So he, uh, he needed one of them uh, 
no. a, a hoodie award. It was, or, or, it was email. <laughs> it was email. You know, it was calling and hearing the cooing on the phone. Yeah. Um, it was hard, but like it was a once in a lifetime thing. So I couldn't pass it up. Coach, that is absolutely amazing. Now, I, I, I find myself challenging people a lot on this show because I, I read important things. Or I read little tidbits and it just it's just I don't know. It, it makes me wonder how certain things happen. Now, we have players who come on here all the time with nicknames. I'm the, the thriller in Manila. I'm the mouth in the South. But we don't get coaches that come on here with nicknames. So we got to talk about Coach Icy. You know what I'm saying? I, I intentionally withheld that from the introduction. That's why I screwed the introduction up because I could, I wanted it so bad to say Coach Icy. And I did say it. So, Coach, how does one go about getting Coach Icy? Okay, first of all, where did you hear that from? Don't worry. I mean, we do research. Oh we don't just come God. on this thing. All y'all out there, if you coming on the show, we going, <laughs> we searching, <laughs> we pulling all kind of algorithms that is out. So funny. Well, I, I, the only place that I've been coach icy is at the University of North Carolina. Nowhere else. Nowhere else. And I forget. It was one of the players that gave me the nickname, either Jalen or Deja. I, I don't know. One of them gave me the nickname. But my first name begins with the letter I. My last name begins with the letter C. C. That's uh, how yes, that's how they got it. Well, I tell you what, when, when Coach Ice pull up to the scene, it's going to be some <laughs> recruiting going on. Coach, you one of the baddest recruiters in the game. And uh, me and Kevin always had this debate. Uh, we, we, you know, Kevin is an X's and O. He, you know, he's a former head coach. He really, truly is oh. a former basketball head coach. I got to give a shout out to my guy for that. But uh, he's always like, B, it's, it's the coach's responsibility to put the players in the right place. And then I look at him and I say, you know what? Give me the, the best five players. <laughs> give me the dogs. Give me the Jimmys and Joes versus your X's and O's. But So I know how important the recruiting game is. I saw a fact that uh, everybody want to talk about what LSU did after defending the national championship. They went out and got Haley and went out, went out to, and got the girl from DePaul. Uh, and now, but I, I'm, I'm looking at it. Guess who was number two on that list, KT? Guess who jumped in the transfer portal and pulled off some big names too? So, Coach, tell us, how, how has that transfer portal impacted the way you guys do business at North Carolina? And do and how do you balance yourself from going to Chicago, Louisville, Memphis, and still recruit the, the babies, right? The 25s, 26s, 27s, but still got to go into that transfer portal. How much of that, how much of that stuff does it balance out with your time? I tell you what, the transfer portal has definitely changed the game. I mean, really, you you have to adapt to what it looks like right now. So at first, when the transfer portal came out, we was like, no, don't want to get in it. Duh. And now we're like, well, you, you have to recruit the transfer portal. You also have to recruit the 25s, the 26s and 27s like you just do. Um, you know, we also had some turnover. And because we had some turnover, we had to get into the transfer portal quick. Um, and we were able to get some really nice pieces that complement our team right now. So, you know, is there balance? I think we're trying to find that balance right now because recruiting is year round. Yes. Just before I got on the phone with you guys, I had like five calls. So like, you know, it is it is uh, it is my norm right now to, to be on the phone talking to recruits and coaches and you know trying to build connections getting them on campus fostering those relationships that's just what you have to that's just to to be on par with what's happening right now you have to do those things 
Well, coach, I ain't, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. You know, we and Kevin, we, 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 we blessed. We, we got to put us in a position to make a lot of connections with the coaches and the kids and kids reach out to us. They like, Hey, I, I know y'all, y'all deal with a lot of coaches. Can y'all, can y'all help me? And we like, Oh yeah, we'll help you. We love to help you. Who, who you want us to make a call to? North Carolina. And me and Kevin, me and Kevin say, yikes. <laughs> we like, oh, look, brother. <laughs> look, sister. You don't, you don't call North Carolina and tell them to look at no player. <laughs> North Carolina already know about you if you if you out there, coach. <laughs> that is so funny. I will say we 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 do our research. We we have a, a good feel, I think. Now, coach, there's some there's some bucket list games me and KT got to go to. We got to go to UCLA, USC. You already know I'm going with this, right? We got to go to Michigan, yeah. Ohio State. You know, it's games like Alabama versus LSU. We got to go to, but coach, we got to go to Duke versus UNC. I don't care if they playing Tiddly Winks out there on that. <laughs> if it's UNC versus Duke, that thing is about to be dynamite. Now, from your perspective, what is it like being on the sideline in those types of environments? You know, the, the electricity in the building is just so high. Like, I can't even articulate it or put it into words. Our players are like they're on a different type of focus. And I wish they could get that focus every time we play a game. But like when it's Duke UNC, it doesn't matter your record, doesn't matter who's ranked higher in the ACC, but you're really going for blood. Like that's just that's just it. And, you know, hearing the players talk about it, they don't want to be embarrassed. But as coaches, like we want to we want to play well, you know, we want to play well, but we really want to like keep our foot on the gas. That's what we want to do. We want to keep our foot on the gas. Um, but the, the, like it's always sold out. Doesn't matter if we're playing at Duke. Doesn't matter if we're playing at North Carolina. It's always sold out. They bring their people. We have our people. They're screaming matches back and forth, cheers back and forth. And you know, the players, like our, our players live for environments like that. They, they do, well, but it's a really fun environment. You just told on yourself a little bit because everybody on here thinking Coach Coach Cole was so cool, but then she said that we walked there. Oh, hey, y'all saw y'all saw that mama bite that bottom lip. Hey, she bought <laughs> my well. If you don't, hey, that you 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 pulled that number now. What kind of what, what now? If we get Deja on here, we get some of these other coaches and they start saying, like, tell us about Coach Coleman. What, what they gonna say, Coach? What they gonna say about Coach Coleman? That she's cool, calm, and collective. Okay. All right. Cool. Collect. Now get on that line. <laughs> oh no, I, I'm pretty. I know that they probably won't say that. I could be intense. I could be really, really intense, but I also like to have a, a good time. So there's, you know, I kind of walk that fine line between like making sure we're getting what we need done, but also adding some fun to it because like the players today, they get bored. They, they just, they get bored. You know, sometimes when we're going over stuff, like, you know, but I, I don't know. Their attention span is just so short. So I kind of walk that fine line, but, you know, I I, I like to, to get at it a lot. All right, coach. Last question. Producers are telling me we got to go. All right, last question, yeah. coach. And we, we all know North Carolina. We, there's nothing like that powder blue. It stands out in any room. It's a, it's a tradition. It's a blue blood. But tell us something about the program as a kid right now who's milling over 30 offers, right? Why, why UNC? Not just because of the colors, not because Jordan played there or the, or the sneaker deal, but why really why should a kid consider UNC as their home for the next four or five years? For all those reasons you just said, but in addition to that, like I just think the people – 
the people really make the, the university like for real. Um, my experience at UNC, you know, I played at Clemson. So UNC and Clemson used to battle and I still have yes. teammates that be rolling their eyes. But like, you know, <laughs> once I got here, the family atmosphere, you are um, you are you are in the vicinity of like elite athletes, elite coaches all the time. So what is that saying? Iron sharpens iron. Like, you know, speaking to your competitive nature, like you're going to get all of that. The NILs and all this stuff, you're going to get all of that. But the people, I think, make you want to continue to come back. I tell you, every year, like so many people just come back because it's UNC, because they they remember their experience once they were here. And they talk about the relationships, the relationships with the coaches, the players at the time, you know, just other uh, sport teams, their professors, like really it's, it's the people. So, you know, you're going to get an elite education. You're going to get, um, you're going to get the opportunity to have a platform. Um, you're going to play against some of the best teams in the nation. Like you're going to get all that at UNC. But one thing that I, I think separates us is just, just the people. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, come to UNC and see what I mean. Hey, we coming, Coach. I'm damn near about to commit. All right, <laughs> I, need to see, I need to see the facilities. I need to see the facilities. All of that. I, I got to get, get on that. campus Come first, down. Coach. All Come right, Coach. Down. It is that time. Coach Coleman, welcome to the championship rounds. We'll have a little fun, Coach. So have you ever played a game called Would You Rather before? Yes. All right, so the rules are super simple. Both Kevin and I are going to present a choice to you, Coach. Whichever one of those choices you decide, that host gets a point. The first host to get two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game of championship rounds. And I just so happen to be the defending champion on this one. So I'm super excited about this one. But I got I got heat for y'all. I'm a whole, I'm a whole serve today. I'm going to bring some heat today. That's why I, I came jerseyed up, Coach. Yeah, you all, did. I, all I need is a marker and put Kelly on the back of my hoodie. You know what I'm saying? I'll be ready, I'll be ready to go. Here we go. All right, Coach. First question. Witness, this is when you become a head coach, when you get your own team. Would you rather hire a, you know, just a grad student, no experience, but that grad student gets on your team as a GA. They go on to accomplish things. They win a ring and become just like this mega, mega coach. And they say, hey, my favorite superhero is Coach Tara Coleman. I owe it all to her. Or coach a player that you recruited that no one gave them a chance. And a basketball Hall of Fame speech tells you they wouldn't be there without you. Mm. Dang that I I ooh. mentor or developer. Both are really good options. Like I would have to go with the grad student. So you're a mentor. You like mentorship more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that mean I get the point. You know what I'm saying? I get the point. That's how I go. We rolling. Let's go. All right. Number two. Would you rather have a podcast? Like this, right? And you able to talk hoops and put the Nigerian team, talk to some of the Nigerian athletes and give them exposure, right? Or travel the world hosting your own food show on YouTube where you get to interview other college coaches, you know, pick their brains while eating at their favorite places to eat in the towns that they coach in. Ooh, that would be cool too. Kev, I might have to go at you. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate that. I was a little shaky, a little Africa. iffy. No, Africa, I. Africa, Africa got good food. Africa got great food. Come on, Coach. We could have sweeping right. this thing. Let's go. No, you ain't sweeping me. 
It took me a year to get on the show, B. Jones. You think it's just going to go down like that? <laughs> All right. So on our show, which you can watch Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central, we have a segment called The Drop. And on The Drop, B. Jones turns shoe guru, and he presents a pair of shoes that he feels are worthy of your financial donations. So for round three, Coach, we put you in a tight spot because whoever you pick wins this episode's game. So what we're going to do, we're going to present a pair of shoes to you. Whichever host you pick wins this episode's game. So what I need from you, I'm going to count down from three, and I need for you to say, hold that sneaker. You got it, Coach? Got it. All right. Three, two, one. Hold that sneaker. I already know what he going with, Coach. I already know what he going with, so I got to come back. Oh, oh. Hey, I'm going with the ones. Oh, no, I got those right on time, B. Joe. I got those last week, Coach. Yeah. Oh, I won the UNC episode, B. Jones, the first. Oh, but here's man. the ones are so comfortable to me. They you had the fives, right? Was that the five? Yeah, the these are fours. These are fours. This, this is one of my signature shoes in my collection. Fours, they hurt my foot. The UNC fours, man. <sighs> I know. I'm sorry. I, I really like the ones. But you didn't know that. Kevin, take over for a minute, man. I'm I'm hurting right now, man. I can't. <laughs> I, I love to see you hurt only for the championship rounds, but after that, I want you to get better. Woo! All right, Coach Coleman. The title of the show, Swats Life Talks, you got next. And we talked about the past. We talked about what got you to this point. We talked about a lot, right? But what we don't know is what does the future hold for you, Coach Coleman? Now that we all rocking with you, and now that we all checking out the journey, what's up next for you, Coach? Well, I want to win. That's just what I'm on right now. And I, I feel like we are finally getting pieces in that, you know, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So, you know, what the future holds, I want to go to a Final Four. I want to win a national championship. That's that's all I can see right now. Well, speaking of which, everybody going to be turning their TV on in a couple of months as we, as I know that you got a little bit of a break, but y'all about to get back to camp and start preparing for the 23-24 season. But what, what is Kevin and I going to see when we get up there to Chapel Hill? What are we going to see out of this version of the UNC Lady Tar Heels? You're going to see depth. You know, if, if we can stay away from injuries, like I, you know, I, I like right now, if you say, hey, who's starting? I, I don't know. Right. I just really don't know. We have a very competitive gym right now. It's it's fun. We're going to be fun to watch. Um, if you've seen our teams play in the past, you know we like to run. We like to score um, in transition. We don't want to set up an offense if we don't have to. The players love to play this game. There's a lot of freedom out there. Um, we're also going to defend. That's, that's what we're going to do. We're going to defend. And this year, our guards are going to rebound. All right. Well, y'all heard it, guards. Y'all, hey, better be going to rebound. Yes, they're going to rebound this year. All right, Coach, do you have any shout-outs you want to give? Um, Sure, I want to shout my family out. Uh, my kids have been walking around. Y'all didn't see them, but shout-out to my children. Um, I want to shout-out to the men's staff, UNC staff. I want to shout-out Coach Banghart. Coach Aluka White, Coach Adrian, they're the, um, the coaches. You know, Coach Banghart's our head coach. 
Um, and any anybody out there with a dream, I want to shout you guys out because, you know, I had no idea that I would be able to play basketball for free. So I would say dream big, keep dreaming, um, and, and don't let anybody rain on your parade. All right, Coach, so this is the part of the show where you get a chance to call the person that you think should have next. Tell them, hey, I got a chance to rock for B. Jones and KT. I told them my story. Why don't you do the same thing? With that said, Coach, who are you calling out? Who should have next? Definitely Joanna Luca White. <laughs> we gonna make it happen. We are definitely gonna make it happen. Come on, Coach Joanna, let's go. <laughs> let's do this thing. All right, Coach Joanna, you officially on the clock. It is your time. Your ticket just got punched, so we're gonna be reaching out to you so we can get you on the show. But uh, but Coach Itara Coleman, you are the truth. You are transcendent. Your vibe, your energy, you are passionate. You are literally a trailblazer and an icon in this game. You are extraordinary and elite. You deserve a yeet. Let's go! Sports Life Talk Nation. Thank y'all for watching another episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next. Man, put them shoes down, man. I, I need everybody to come in the comment. Come in the comment. You don't want that, B. Jones. I think I'm going to get you on that one. I think I'm going to get you. Goodness. All right, y'all. But don't forget, we everywhere on social media. Come rock with us. Come tap in. You know, messages. Do whatever you want to do, but help us to support this movement. We need your help. We need your participation. At Sports Life Talk, all one word. Sports Life Talk. Like, life without sports is nothing but talk. Y'all know what to do. Y'all show us some love on that. And don't forget, if you are just somebody, you like, hey, I want to be on the show. Well, reach out to us in our DMs, but if you if you want to do it the less formal way, go to our website, sltugotnext.com. That's sltugotnext.com. KT's pointing to it. There's a tag on there that says nominate. Tap on it. Throw your information in there and just let us know who you are, what's going on, and we're going to reach out to you in audition. It's just that simple. Athletes, coaches, superheroes. If you're doing big things and accomplishing big dreams, please reach out to us. And uh, KT, you told them we go live at 8 o'clock on Wednesday nights, right? Yes, I did. All right. Eight o'clock Wednesday night. Y'all come hang out with us. We love to have y'all be a part of that show. All right, Kevin, I'm going to let you get out of here. Coach, let's go. It took us a year, but, it, you know, anything that's good is worth the wait. So, Coach, thank you so much for rocking with us. Whatever you need from us, please let us know, and we got your back. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was so much fun. Hey, what's even more fun is Shays up, Brett. Nation, we love y'all. Stay safe. Be blessed. Respect each other and love one another because together we are better and keep dreaming big as Coach Coleman just told you. You never know. Your story may be the next one featured on Sports Life Talks. You got Next, yeet! Craziest. I knew you had next, cause you always working, you always grinding, you're in your bag, cause you're always working. Like in due time, I just, I knew you got next. Oh, you did it, huh? Crack the code. You got next, you smashing goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk, got the baddest show, like the baddest hut in the room. Podcast to tune into just for you to talk your shit. Talk your mushroom, you want what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon, then rest repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next, it's a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity. What's up next is you, at least you better be. Just like me, if you got
life talking is 